Heartbeat conversation. Heartbeat. 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 Heartbeat conversation. My name is Yadika Starfields. I'm Osage Cherokee and Creek, the side of Irish in there. I'm an artist, a painter, a creator, a colorist. Um, I like working with all mediums. Um, my style is really involved with a lot of movement and, and color, color composition. And that's what I do. I like to paint. So. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> What um what inspires your your um, compositions? Like what what's driving you right now as an artist? At the moment, it's it's just kind of looking into the past um, and working from memory. Um, these specific works right now are just based on childhood memories of where I grew up in Oklahoma, um, northeastern Oklahoma, <clears throat> near Tahlequah on the Illinois River, and so I'm just kind of playing with those elements and kind of remembering what what I really enjoyed as a kid, like looking into the water and whatnot and rocks. And, and you can look anywhere in nature and find compositions, you know, just put a little viewfinder up and, you know, pick something out and, and find it. And for me, it's just kind of creating the composition through memory. And even with previous work and years before, it's the same thing. But it's not necessarily dealing with the memory, but just creating something, um, uh, I guess on the site, like being spontaneous about it and kind of finding it and, you know, just being abstract about it. And then I'll find something and then I'll see something in it and kind of bring it out. Maybe might be a little bit of realism in there or something that inspired me from the last month or, or during that year. So it just depends on, on what the year brings for me and where I'm at and what's inspiring for me. So this body of work is inspired by where you're from. Um, can, can, is that right? Yeah, yeah, this body of work is. Can you tell us about where you're from, um, what, what your um, childhood dynamic was, that kind of stuff? I'm from Oklahoma, born and raised there, born in Tulsa, and, um, and grew up there. And lived in Hominy, Oklahoma, when I was really, really little, and then moved to Tahlequah, Oklahoma, which is northeastern Oklahoma. Um, and Cherokee Nation is up there. And that you know, it was when I really had my, my first memories. I can really remember, and, you know, my mom would take me and my sister, and, and my dad would go, and we'd go to the river, the Illinois River, and it's, and, you know, I grew up there, you know, learned to swim there, and just kind of feel nature out and see it and see the beauty, and it, it, to this day, it still draws me back, and I, I enjoy going there and floating the river and whatnot, but, so I grew up there, and so there's a lot of inspiration there for me that I still carry with and use in my work elements of, um, natural forms and whatnot. And um, so after after Tahlequah, we moved, and I was young, this is before Eve, that was about when I was going into, you know, first grade. We moved to Stillwater, Oklahoma. That's where Oklahoma State University is. <clears throat> and my dad got a job there working for the State Department. And he works in, um, with video and editing and whatnot. And it was a pretty good job for him. And uh, he's a photographer as well. And we can go into that more later. But... So we grew up there, and so then I started going to elementary school um, in, in Stillwater, and, um, and just grew up there um, pretty much up, up until high school. Um, yeah, there's a lot of traveling between growing up. There's so much, you know, that happened in, in those 12 years in Stillwater. Um, what was your mom's influence on your life like during that time? 
you know she she was going to school she was you know really striving and pushing herself she's an artist as well anita mm -hmm. fields she's a clay artist and um and you know it such an inspiration you know my parents are both artists and you know even at a young age i was, I was going to santa fe with them because they they're both uh my mom you know and dad iia and um so i go to santa fe with them for market and i was always and it's new mexico was inspiring for me then too i was like wow you know i was so excited and once we crossed kind of like this change in landscape from oklahoma to new mexico I was like, wow, this is like another planet. It's so crazy over here. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, just, you know, seeing how she worked and pushed herself, you know. And, um, you know, you don't look at that stuff till you're a little older, you know, and you can remember it and, and you see really what, they, what they've done and what they've accomplished and what they, what they went through to, you know, to give you a good life and, what, and whatnot. But, you know, so she was a big inspiration and still is to this day. I think everyone in my family is. senses like a night in a forest like the mountains in springtime like a walk in the rain like a storm in the desert like a sleepy blue ocean did you um, ever have any doubt that you were going to be an artist? I mean, it just seems like it was kind of like, this is the path. Well, yeah, it was, I mean, I didn't think anything of it as being an artist. It was just like, you know, yeah, we we create. That's what mm -hmm. we do. Mm -hmm. um, didn't look at it as an artist, you know, aspect until, little, until I was older. But when I was in grade school, I was always drawing pictures for people. And, and, and it did stand out that, you know, he's... He's kind of like, you know, working this creative, this way, you know, he's always drawing and whatnot. And the teachers would always tell my mom, you know, he, he loves to do that. And doing all these school poster projects for the class and, you know, we'd win like the classroom projects and whatnot. And so I, I really enjoyed it. You know, I, that's, that's what I was really good at. And I just enjoyed it. And, and then, it, you know, growing up in high school, is always in junior high, it was like music. I played in bands, guitar and singing and skateboarding and baseball. It was... It's just what what you know what you would do as as a young guy, you know. And I was just trying to immerse myself in a lot. I was very active, you know, in uh, in physical activities, sports, and you know, I wanted to be a professional skateboarder, professional baseball player. You know, these are my options. And <laughs> artist was just something I did. You know, hey, yeah, you know. And then I, I'm gonna paint. I started painting in middle school. I think kind of a little bit. You know, um, I remember getting my first canvas and. It was this big canvas, and you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. You know, just kind of looking at things and trying to shade. And I remember just painted this really dark picture, a gray picture of this like kid sitting in this corner. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> and you know, I mean, I didn't feel that way. You know, it was just like, why did you paint this? I was like, I don't know. You know, because I, I wanted to, but uh, I remember looking at that nice little heaven and like, wow, the shading on that is just, you know, it's just I've come, you've come a long ways, but you got to start somewhere. You know. And then after everything, you know, I think high school, I got, I had a studio in Stillwater and I would always be painting there and reproducing these masterworks and the oils and whatnot. And, and I think that's, you know, then once I kind of conquered that and knew I could, you know, capture realism and paint and like 
the Caravaggio piece, sort of, you know, not as he gets crazy in that chiaroscuro, but, mm-hmm. you know, to, I felt like, okay, I, I can paint this way, then let's figure your own style out, you know, wow. and just kind of go with that. And then I kind of stuck to it, you know, baseball didn't happen. It got too, too demanding and skateboarding, too many injuries and, and what else band yeah I, I was better at painting than singing and playing guitar <laughs> so I didn't want to you know put people through that so that's big of you to admit <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll admit that you know I mean I still enjoy plucking the acoustic guitar and kind of freestyling a song but um yeah so that's kind of how that went I guess with my growing up with art and was um because your parents are artists were they pushing you to um to do the art or was this kind of like reinterpretation of the masters and all this um learning kind of done on your own a lot of it was done on my own you know i was really seeking out answers and i was really involved in it you know i was like i was always carrying on a moleskin i was writing a lot of poetry you know i was you know one of those artistic high school kids that that you can tell you know (laughs) the band shirt or all black or i don't know you know, you know, when you're a teenager, you know, I was just one of those artistic teenagers. I always had a little sketchbook with me. Um, but no, you know, I was I was really doing this on my own and really looking at art books and and looking at artwork and reading everything and kind of understanding what 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 was before me, what was created before me, and kind of looking at every all these painters. So I was well versed and a lot of artwork and a lot of painters, even by the time I was in high school, so like humanities class, like I got an A and I knew everything. Not every, I mean, I wouldn't say no everything, but you know, I knew quite a bit, you know? And, you know, no one was pushing me. Um, I think, you know, they were concerned. My mom knows, you know, it's it's a hard path to take, you know, and it, it's not something you just take lightly or, I'm going to be an artist, you know, I'm going to do this professionally, you know, it, there's a lot that goes into it. And I think for my mom, my parents, and they, they know that. And so they're like, well, you know, you have to be really dedicated to it. And I remember my mom was like, you know, only way you're going to make good money at it is if you're really famous or well known. And, and I don't know if that was a thing to deter me or it just put a <laughs> fire under me, like to challenge me, you know, and, um, you know, I mean, it's not necessarily being famous, but just enjoy what you're doing and get it out there. And then, and then these days now, you know, there's so many new platforms to get your work out there. And um, it's just enjoying getting out there as much as possible in a lot of a lot of places for a lot of people to see. And, and that's really in-depth. You know, there's a lot to say in that. And so. Do you think <clears throat> that you strive to, like, find your place in the Native art world or just in the art world? Because you, you travel all over the globe and do, like, murals and different types of things so so what do you consider yourself where do you where do you sit um i sit with myself you know i strive just to, just to be happy with what i'm creating and uh to figure out what i'm painting you know i know this is a path that doesn't end till i die um mm. that i'm going to be creating a painting for that long and key and i'm going to be learning um for me as a, when it comes to native american art i you know i, I grew up you know, with, with the family big involved in traditions and ceremonies and going to my dances every June and being a part of that. And that, that's, that's where I fit in with that. That's who I am as, as, as an individual of a nation, of a tribe. And when it comes to art, that's just me against the world. Mm. And um, that's how I always looked at it. I never looked at it as Native American art. 
<clears throat> and you know that's very opinionated for everything for everyone and I, that's just where I stay and I think there are a lot of options a lot of things that happened growing up too that put me out there you know like um, scholastics art, art competitions in high school and excelling in that and having a piece in the Corcoran Gallery when I was in high school wow. just amongst other students from across everywhere um, and then right before I went to school in Boston after high school working out in Italy landscape painting for a month and then going to Malaysia after that with Asian Pacific Economic Conference APEC and working with about 20 indigenous artists from all around the Pacific Rims and I was the youngest artist um, representing uh, young artists, na native artists as the ambassador and going over there and kind of, you know, and working with them. I saw so much and it just, that enveloped me in, in what the world art is. Mm. And so, and me even going back to reading those books of what art is before me, even, you know, to Italy, to, to Spain, to all the movements and whatnot, you know, that's how I involved myself in that. And I just want to create something beautiful and challenge myself, but have a lot of people see it. And so that involves me in the world. And I mean, when it comes to being Native American, that's just how I grew up and who I am. Nice. That's a really beautiful, clear answer. <laughs> I think there are a lot of elements, though, that do come out in that, that I've realized that, I, that I've grown up with that might come out subconsciously <clears throat> in, in these works, maybe the color and the movement. You know, and I'm, I'm still investigating that. You know, these 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 answers, and what 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 is that? You know, so, yeah. And that's what painting does. You know, you work with it, and it'll tell you. And you just gotta keep doing it. Listen to the wind blow. Watch the sunrise. Shadows down your love, down your legs. So what's um, some of the ways that you um, you go through your process of painting, like your your investigation process, like step up to the canvas and what happens? It depends, you know, um, what I feel, what, what I'm going to be painting about for, for these pieces that are going to be showing this month soon. I had, it was an idea, it was a dialogue, it was about me, it was about a story. So I knew what I was, I didn't know what they were going to be, I just knew what they were going to be about, and these memories, and kind of picturing these memories and painting them out. Um, but I don't make sketches on the canvas. Um, I rarely do any drawings beforehand. Um, I just use the brush and, and, let, and, let it, and let it go and let it flow. And... Um, you know, I can see in my mind where, where I, what I want the composition to be like, and then I'll start painting it, and then that'll come out, and then I'll see something else. I wanted that in there, but it's layers. It's a process, especially if it's oil paint. you got to paint one and then come back to it a few days when it's dry and then paint the other. And so it's like a lot of layering, so that's what I do. Um, and a lot of times, you know, the painting will work itself, and something else will happen and come out. They didn't really expect, but that's, you know, that, that's part of it. It's just, it's just a puzzle, and you're figuring it out, and it figures you out, too. Um, you know, you got to work with it and, and just let it, let it breathe and let it be. Um, but yeah, a lot of times I'm kind of, I'm pretty easy with it and free and just let my hand move with it. You know, I feel like that's how painting should be. Um, what's your favorite kind of, um, paint to use? 
I think oil paint. Yeah, yeah. it seems like the trickiest. Maybe <laughs> I just I'm not a painter, so. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I I love the smell of it. <laughs> I mean any paint. Is, Does uh, it remind you of something? Yeah, it reminds me of antiquity. Hmm. It reminds me of like, what a painter what a painter studio what what a painting is. That's painting. That smell of an oil painting. Um, but it's just so nice to use, and it's so fluid with the right, uh, you know, you can use all kinds of stuff with it for the flow of it, but the blending is so great, and the colors and whatnot, and and you, it's the patience of it, it's like a meditation to work with it too, you know, it kind of stops you in your tracks of your your daily life, and it gives you that time to reflect just on everything, and kind of be by yourself, and and just almost dream, you know, but it's just, you're painting. And so you learn a lot with it. Every painting you do, you're learning something new with it. You're learning new techniques. Maybe something will happen. You're like, oh, I didn't mean to do that, but I really like that. And I think I'll do that intentionally on the next one. And for these paintings too, I started using palette knives, which I really never use, you know, but, and just for textures and whatnot and blending and just to really kind of be physical with it more so than the brush. And I really enjoyed that. Um, my second medium I like is spray paint, just for the coverage and the the history with that too. And there's so much history in, in spray paint and how far the paint medium has come in itself with production towards artist use and whatnot as opposed to household usage for the art itself in today's times. Yeah, and coming from graffiti to mm -hmm. fine art, it's like t taking that leap considerably. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, and you know, growing up, and when I was in Boston, going back to when I went to school in Boston, you know, I got involved in graffiti for about four years pretty heavily and stopped painting because right? I think I was at that time I was rebelling against school and against art. I just wanted to get away from it, I think. And and graffiti was perfect for it because you're still painting, but young and just kind of being a little reckless and being adventurous out in the city streets and hopping fences and painting walls and running from the police and whatnot. It was just what you did when you're 22. <laughs> when you're uh, I don't know if everybody did that. <laughs> well, it's what I needed to get out of me, I guess. But, you know, I learned a lot in that, in the movement, and it's like a dance. And I've realized, you know, that that's a, almost like a performance dance in the night of the city, hmm. using your whole body and painting. And this aerosol mist is in the air above you, and it's like... You know, you, yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool to think about it. And when you're in the studio, and that's what I take now, kind of those movements that I've taken from graffiti and the spontaneity of the quickness in the night to to the canvas and keeping those gestures and lines, um, those really quick lines and those movements and those natural forms that you get um, through tagging or doing throw-ups and whatnot and the colors, you know, from that. And so I've integrated that into my painting now. And for a long time, I used to not do that. I kept them totally separate, like my, what I knew from graffiti and my fine arts. And I was kind of like, I don't want to hide it, but it just built up in me where I just had to like explode with it. You know, like I can't keep it hidden anymore. You know, I can't. And, um, cause eventually, you know, I, I kind of really just kind of fizzled graffiti fizzled out with me after a few run-ins with the law with it. And, and, and just money and it just you know I, I need to get back in the studio and paint and um, so then that, that's what I and so those elements of graffiti are, are with me and I think they always stay with you even if, if you venture into graffiti it never leaves you so yeah. so now it's just a combination of all that what I learned in the past and my fine art landscape and graffiti and now I'm evolving into I think finding new styles and I think every year something kind of 
develops new for me but in, in the end it's kind of color compositions always you know and the color color filled and the movement yeah your <clears throat> your your color choices are incredible how do you how do you come up with those ideas how, i mean how do you how do you decide to get that wild i guess i don't um i think because you know, i'm you know these paintings are gonna be so vibrant i, I really don't know you know i just gravitate towards those really pastel bright colors i guess and um and having fun with them you know i've always learned through i have people i've worked with uh mentors you know why good words like whatever you want to paint is true yataka you know mm. like and so you're know, not holding back with anything but you create your own world your own realm for people to look into and so maybe it's something to do with that that you know i just don't care what you know what what, what it should be I, this is what i think it, it needs to be um but also, you know, going back to like graffiti and all that, those colors, I think those wicked colors, that's kind of what I'm doing now, still keeping that kind of consistency of colors through what I've learned in the past. Um, it's interesting because you were talking about the first canvas that you ever painted being like <laughs> this dark room with a shadow, shadowy figure. Yeah, yeah. And now you're doing like these incredibly bright, massive kind of pieces. I think that's how it had to go. <laughs> I thought I had to start from like the darkest place to the brightest place, you know, <laughs> like, okay, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go there. So. so this current body of work, you're doing like more kind of, uh, realism, um, right? Yeah. There's, uh, it's abstract and realism. I'd say kind combined. of, merged, yeah, combining the two, um, <clears throat> because, you know, like I said, these are memories and, and, um, I always like to show a little bit of, well, just a challenge myself in a lot of paintings, you know, to bring realism out, you know, that, that I can do this, that I can still paint this way, you know, but also just letting myself have fun and my hands have fun with abstractions. Um, so in these memories of growing up, you look into a, a, the clear water of the river and, you know, it's, it can, that can be abstracted. The water's over the rocks, the moss is over the rocks. And through those cuts of the ripples in the water and the light hitting you, that's kind of abstract right there and kind of painting that out. And the best way maybe to capture that is abstractly. Um, and then just clear shots of what you see, maybe the colors of the raft, the life vest, the paddles, the oars, the rocks, the old trees jetting out of the water. That's just a shot in time that I remember, you know, something like that. But it's also metaphorical like paths, you know, like you choose a path and, and even in a river in life and there's going to be things that are going to be in your way. How are you going to navigate that? It might stab you a bit and hurt, but you will get over it, you know? So it's more than just an image, but there's hidden metaphors in all these things, you know? So that's what these paintings are about when I have something about a story and dialogue and these things come out. And a lot of times when I'm painting them, these things present themselves and I see them and I look into them. This is what this means, you know, mm. so then you can write kind of, you know, like a, a storyline, not a storyline, but kind of what this painting is about, you is, know. Is this the first time <laughs> that you've ever worked like this? Um, no, a few years back, I had a big body of work that I showed here too on uh, Santa Fe that were about um, a trip to Maine that I took at Bar Harbor and was really inspired and mesmerized by the old discarded heaps of buoys. Uh, they're just colorful floating ornaments that mark territories for the fishermen. And so I went back and did investigating and even, you know, uh, 
tribes up in Alaska, up on the Aleutians, you know, would make um, seal skin buoys and, and, and paint them up. And tribes all over did the same thing. Huh. And then kind of emerged that with how when we dance, Indian dance and in our ceremonies, we're kind of floating. And they float kind of between two worlds. And so I kind of superimposed that and making my own colors on my buoys that I painted because this is my territory. I'm inventing a new space in my painting. And then putting out these colors and regalia pieces from our dances kind of in movement too, in limbo with these buoys. So you're just kind of creating this this moment, this mesh of, um, I don't know, this, 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 this place of float, you know, um, that these things that exist between two worlds at points in time. You know, because men in a way of being humble, I guess. I don't know, you know, yeah. not touching the earth. So, and then that's it. That's what I got. That, that's what, that's, that's what this is about. And then, then you're done with that project. And is it relieving when you finish something like that? It is. And it's really awesome because you realize, you know, wow, you, you, you finished it, but it all started with driving to the, the coastline of Maine's and seeing that and just seeing beauty in it and, and then figuring it out, what it is maybe that's so beautiful about it, you know, I think. And so that's kind of what these paintings are about for this one. You know, there's something more deeper in it, you know. That's always been with me my whole life, and that's why I go back every year maybe to go to the river to just look in, look in the water and get in and swim, and you know, because it's, it's, it's a memory of being young. You only live once, you know, and these things are really special to you, these memories, you know. So, and as a painter, then I think it's it's... You know, I think that's pretty fun to be able to kind of recreate that in, in, in your adult life now and kind of investigate it, you know. Um, but a lot of other paintings sometimes is just going for aesthetic, you know, and having fun, you know. So, yeah, it's nice to it's nice to let your mind go. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, definitely. Because those paintings take a lot longer than the actually, you know, than the aesthetic ones that are just like having really? fun, don't paint around, <laughs> you know. You're just kind of letting loose, just being a painter, painter, just like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and not, not being like a poet painter, I don't know. Let's talk a little bit about where you're heading now, like in your work. What what kind of projects do you hope to be doing? And um, well, you know, I've been doing some commissions, murals, and places, and traveling around, and um, and some murals. I enjoy doing murals when I can. Um, I know I have a lot of friends that do so many murals, and you know, they make money and they travel the world painting murals and. And that's awesome. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you would want to do as like a living or? Mm, part of my living, yeah. Um, not necessarily just strictly do that because I really enjoy being able to make paintings and set in the studio and just kind of, I, I really enjoy the process of like being with the piece and and enjoying the quietness of it and, and just kind of figuring it out, just painting. Um, I really enjoy that. And then, but, but also being outside and painting a mural, you know, it just, 
you're painting something huge and you're outside and you're in the elements and it, that's just great to be able to do that too and get out of the studio because you're working totally different than what you would if you're inside and a lot more people are going to see it you know it's for the public and it's um it's like a social piece but it's um it's for everybody you know a lot of people can enjoy it and the part of i think part of the artist's job is to to be to inspire Mm. you know i think every a lot of painters are no that's that's my activism you know that's what i'm able to do is to bring beauty in where where it's needed that's my that's what i can do and um and that and that's that's what I give forth to the world, um, because this world, you know, there's, as we all know, you know, there's so many things happening that, you know, it's just so immaculate, we can't even discuss it, but, mm. but it was, it was given to me to do that, and that's, that's what I do, and to do a mural is, is a part of that, so I enjoy it, and it also gives me a bigger space to paint and have fun with, <laughs> so, you know, I love huge, doing huge work, so that's like the hugest, and so it's just fun, and you get to interact with people and talk to people, and meet a lot of other artists as yeah well. yeah work with artists collaborate with artists and that's always cool getting to travel meet new artists and spending a few days with them and talking and that's just that's awesome too sharing ideas or just making a new friend and you know and um and seeing how they paint maybe learning something but it's always great to meet other artists and, and work with them when you can are you working with youth at all um i've worked with youth in the past um workshops and projects and right now i'm in talks um, with one that, that's going to probably be happening. We're trying to make it happen up in Pasca for the Osage Nation, for the kids, youth out there. Um, I'm sure that will happen when, I'm not for sure. Um, but I've worked with kids in the past, uh, youth workshops, mural workshops, painting workshops, different institutions around the United States. Um, so that probably happens for me maybe once a year. Um, what do you tell the kids? Like, what's your... What's your thing that you tell them to not give up? <laughs> to not give up because, yeah, I think painting is a good vehicle for confidence and um, for for just learning yourself, you know. Um, but to have it, you know, have someone out there speaking with you about art, you know, and someone that really cares or, you know, some kid might not latch on to everyone, but a few artists, a few kids, you know, they might really latch on to it and do something and, and it's supposed to be that way. This is, you're supposed to talk to them. It was all supposed to happen. You know, going back to a story when I was younger in, in elementary school, this artist came to our school and we were all sitting there on the ground and, you know, he was doing a drawing and um, he was an illustrator from the Philippines, Jose Arego, and it was that, and he drew Garfield in like a minute and we all, like, all our jaws dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's what I want to do. You know, okay, so he did that. He worked with youth and I was so inspired to it. I think that was a big part of what I do now because I was like this guy's here you can do this you can come talk to us this is business <laughs> um I can do this so you know I got to give back too since he did that now I'm older but <clears throat> you know I just talked to kids about just having fun but you know sticking to it and keep creating and keep drawing you know if you're feeling something at home maybe or or something's bothering you know this is a good way to express yourself <clears throat> and to channel that these feelings and create something um do you ever think about um, taking your work back to your community, or are you? Like, I know that your your mom and dad are artists mm -hmm. still. Do you yeah. Do any work with your community? In like in Stillwater? Yeah. Yeah. Um, recently, I did 
Oh man, yeah, this is a good one for that. But um, I, Oklahoma State University opened up their first art museum. I think they're the only school in the Big Twelve, or I think that's what it is. So, who didn't have an art museum? They had a gallery, the Gardner Art Gallery, where they had a lot of work and group shows and artist shows from the school. But they had their big collection downstairs, so they finally opened up a museum, and um, this is its first year going now, and it's really beautiful. Um, that's OSU Art Museum in Stillwater. I think there's probably a website for it. But so I was, they asked me, or a teacher asked the students, who would you like to see come down and be an artist in residence for this? And a few of them said my name, I guess. Nice. So she looked into it. She didn't know me and looked into my work. It's like, wow, yeah, I think this is going to work. So she talked to me and I was like, yeah. And um, so I was like the first artist in residence with the museum. And this is there. It's kind of still in construction. But I did a permanent mural inside the museum. Um, so that's a permanent piece in Stillwater for me in the museum that everyone can see. And it's kind of, you know, where I'm from. And um, it kind of there's a piece. It's an old postal office from, you know, the, the, the 40s, 50s, I think somewhere about around then but it's converted to a museum now but in there there's this old mural this painting of oklahoma kind of like um of like the land run you know the stereotypical oklahoma you know you see the indians and teepees running and the train and the cattlemen and everything you know and um, <laughs> so they wanted they kept they kept that up there but they wanted something new on the other side like this is where it's at now and so i did a really abstract piece um about the layers of Oklahoma and how we're together and communities and whatnot and painted that on site there for two weeks and and now it's up and I remember giving a talk when they opened it and to a lot of people there all the donors are there and the president of Oklahoma State University was there and you know I did a little talk and you know I said thank you and you know how humbled I was to you know be here and be able to do this in my community where I grew up you know and I can remember skateboarding as a kid across the street you know and not even thinking <laughs> hey one day I'm going to be doing a permanent mural in that building <laughs> that's and awesome. um so it was great and you know that's there that's a permanent piece and it's just I'm that's amazing to be able to have that in there you know and a lot of people can see it family and whatnot and then I did a project with the art students <clears throat> And that was also a collaboration with the music department, Oklahoma State. So it was like a, a live painting, 50 feet long, and during the performance, and then the music department worked on a piece strictly for this performance. And, and we had done a workshop two weeks prior to that, talking with them about collaboration and kind of live painting, which, you know, they don't teach that in art class in college. And that was happening during the time I was painting the museum piece. So it was just, it was really fantastic. So what grounds you? I mean, you, I know that you're very involved in your culture. You go back for your dances and stuff like that. Is that what grounds you out for for the rest of the year? Um, what's your grounding point? Yeah, I think that is a grounding point. You know, that's kind of a, a depart from that. That is like a new year for me afterwards. <clears throat> My new year. Um, you see a lot of family. You feel good afterwards. You you put in your your time and in your spiritual self and well-being and um, you feel better and you know you you can go out and 
your new person almost after actually after any market too is one of those things you know just like a big climax of yeah. energy yeah all summer people. you know there's, there's so much but um i would say that's probably the grounding point you know just because it's a lot of family and it's a lot of um being back home in oklahoma so that really grounds you and then then you feel good and you're ready to leave and, and go have an adventure and go be somewhere and get some good work done how do you as a native person um how do you keep yourself alive in this world <laughs> you know you lived in new york and all that yeah painting <laughs> that's what does it for me that's what keeps me safe i know for a fact i think you know and we all have our own reasons of painting and what it is to us and what it means for us but i think you know i was i was given this you know and i think you know to be able to create to want to create to enjoy it and to love it and um to let people see this work you know and there's a beauty in it and like i said before there's so much going on in the world that it needs to be out there you know and there's other artists too and their work needs to be out there too but if i weren't to do it i think something bad would fall on me or happen or not happen but just something wouldn't be right you know and so I need, I need to keep creating, creating you know, <laughs> that, that's for me to be healthy. This is how I work. This is how I stay um, sane, I guess, you know, in, in this crazy <laughs> world. You know, this is what I look forward to. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's something like that and that dynamic like that, you know, so it's, yeah, I got to keep my hand moving. Pretty simple. It, <laughs> it keeps me out of danger. It keeps me out of trouble or something, you know, just keeps me on the path where I need to be going so that's cool <laughs> I know it's a tricky one man how do you how do you stay out of trouble <laughs> just stay in the studio <laughs> even then <laughs> not gonna paint that mural you're gonna stay in the studio and do this oil painting yeah <laughs> uh, so so let's talk about um let's talk a little bit of more about you traveling or not traveling but like living in all these different places like um people that influenced your work like you were talking about graffiti being a big part of your life and um are there other pivotal moments that shifted you more into the work that you're doing now i think new york really pushed me uh well you know being in new york and the east coast just changed me as a person i was young then you know what 20 and then when I you moved to New yeah, York, yeah. Well, I'm going to move to the East Coast, Boston, then New York, <clears throat> and uh, I left. You know, and, and right now I'm you know trying to get out to LA, and I left in November, so you know it's not been that long ago. So I was there for that long, but you know you grow up there, you're young. You know, like I said, you get into trouble and graffiti and whatnot. But just in general, you know, you're you're a young kid, you're having fun. There's so much to do in New York, and so much to be involved with, and parties and whatnot, and. And I was a bike messenger there for five years, and that culture is pretty pretty fun, um, to say the least. And and uh, that was a good time. But you know, I, I grew up there in in a way that was you know that that was that was fun and it was highly energetic and so much to do. And learned a lot, but you know, it, it was kind of like um, it inspired me a lot of things. You know, even when I was a messenger, being around Manhattan all day and going back and forth from Battery to Harlem about three times, four times a day, and then riding back into Brooklyn, you know, seeing delivering works for like high fashion places and whatnot, and seeing galleries every day. It was just, 
you're immersed in all this. So, and those things inspired me, you know, creating works that kind of resemble fashion pieces or whatever. And, and, you know, those things kind of still, some of those things still stick with me, but yeah, I was inspired through the city and the movement and how I was moving in it. And, and, uh, my work always has a lot of movement, but I think there's a lot of more dynamic maybe at that time in my work than there is now. Um, so, you know, as I matured and got older, you know, in, um, you know, the, I, I love New York City, but, you know, um, there's so many beautiful places out there that I want to go and be at and make work and show. Um, uh, you know, it was, it was time to go, you know, um, be honest, you know, it just, it just, I wasn't too happy. And when you're not too happy, your work doesn't, your work reflects that. And, so so LA huh yeah yeah it's, that's that's where I'm definitely gonna be and I like saying that because then it's gonna happen too. yeah so what's yeah. the what's the draw with LA just something new you know I mean I've been there a few times in the last you know a few years and some friends there and it's just a, a, a new environment a new you know and then you know that's I can paint there you know and um and, ocean. and the ocean yeah i mean that's you know i was getting to that but <laughs> to play in the water you know i'm like i said going back to the river i i wish we i wish i would have grown up on a beach you know but the river was fine and it was awesome too but i'm aquatic i'm a i'm a water person you know i love to swim and the beaches are awesome so i want to get involved and get amongst that that water and um mm-hmm. i think we talked about surfing too before and yeah i want i want to you know get try my hand at that again and I've done it before and enjoyed it but you know I'm not going to be like busting out like big wave style or anything but you know <laughs> yeah no toe-ins <laughs> but um you know I'm just gonna I want to have fun with it I want that I really kind of see myself having that be a routine you know and I like I said you know finding something to balance in you to be healthy and I, I feel like you know like skateboarding when I was younger I feel like to be kind of have something that's you can meditate on in the morning and then get in the studio and kind of you know, have your physical activity in the day and then get in the studio and work and get some sun and be submerged and doing something athletic, you know, and getting a good workout of it and kind of keeping your mind sharp. And so I like that about it. And that's kind of why I also want to get out there too. And, uh, but we'll see, but I, I, I want to make this happen. So, you know, I'm saying it now. So putting it out in the universe, putting it out in the universe. you hear that? All right. Give it to LA. <laughs> No, I think that your work um, would be received very well in L.A. as well. I mean, because it's so vibrant mm-hmm. and it has so much movement in it. Um, it it reminds me of surfing, you know? It yeah. reminds me of, like, the the boards that I had when I was younger. Just your color palette and all mm-hmm. that. It immediately brings me to that space of water. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Thank you. Yeah, you know, too, you know growing up, you know... <sighs> When you're in high school in the 80s, you know, I mean, grade school, you had these crazy trapper keepers, like dinosaurs surfing with wild shorts on. And it was that color. I was around Vision Streetwear with like hot pink, you know, and my, my hair was like bleached with peroxide and, you know, just crazy colors. And I'm pretty sure that was an inspiration too, you know, that I haven't dived into and looked at. But, you know, so I'm kind of going full circle. I'm taking this back to California where it began, you know, for me and these old school notebooks with dinosaurs surfing and sunglasses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I like that aspect of it. But yeah, you know, I, I look at work out there and I, I, can see, I can see my work being out there too. And I like working big too. And there's houses out there for that. You know, there's, there's an economy for me out there. Um, 
you know, there's, there's money out there and there's, um, and this is what I do for a living. And so, you know, I like that there's big places that can have my work and I want to get involved in galleries and just, you know, be able to get out there and get my work out there, but it's not going to happen if you don't do it. So I have to do it because it's just something I've wanted to do for a while. And again, houses as opposed to tiny apartments in New York. So I know. <laughs> so I like to work big. So, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to live out there forever, but, you know, I have to give this a shot and I, I want to do this. So and see what can happen. You know, I, I'm I know, you know, it's happened. You know, you don't know until you do it and you'd be amazed what can happen. You know, just how life unfolds like that, you know, and that's again, you know, kind of stepping into an unknown and that's a kind of, again, what you do talk with kids and workshops, you know, you do this and things happen, you know, um, you kind of step in the unknown, but you're learning confidence with yourself, um, taking risks, you know, how do um, you deal with failure? Um, you look at it, you know, you, you, you go over it. Well, what happened here? Why, you know, I didn't try to not let myself get too worked up over it. You know, I think I've been pretty good about that or, you know, because, things change you know mm. there's all kinds of failures and I don't know what failure it is. there's so many I guess you know and especially with art you know um, you just got to keep keep going forth keep moving keep painting you know like I said it, it works with you and it gives back to you so you got to keep doing it and you will get rewarded in a lot of ways that you don't know but you know someday okay well you know so you just got to deal with failure um, you know, one failure at a time and kind of look it over, analyze it, whatever that failure may be and figure it out the best that you can and then, and then move forth, you know, live to the next day. There's always another day, you know, it's going to be awesome. That, that day is going to be awesome, you know, and, um, so it's a magic world, you know. looking out in the stars at night too for me is like it gives me clarity on that you know you're like wow you look you it it puts you back you step back and look at the big picture of who you are and how small you are and how vast this place is um and i know sometimes it can feel like you're just so crunched in for me even too that you're like i have nowhere to go but you know there's so many places to go um what's your um what's your happy place what's your ideal like painting zen situation um when i'm really involved in a painting and probably and in, in it's like when i'm working like a 12, a 12 hour stretch and in that like seven hour you're just you're automatic you're 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 just your eyes are so in tune with what you're painting that even things start moving around almost and it's kind of like you're hallucinating almost but you're just you're so in, in immersed in it and you're kind of you're kind of gone, you know, because mm. um, you're just in it. You're involved in it, and I think that that would be it, you know, where you're truly involved in it and a part of it. You know, um, that's a pretty cool place to be. And then you can, after you're done, you're like, wow, that was a good night. That was a good night of painting. And then usually the sun comes up. And you're like, 
okay, I have to be wrapping this up sometime soon, you know, 7 a.m. But then you get to go outside and and watch the sun come up, and then it just it's, it's just, it's really nice to be able to have that happen, that procession. And that's really cool, and you've painted all night, and it's so awesome, and then you can see the sunrise come up, and that's cool, you know? That's really cool. That's a happy place. What is something that you can um, offer to the world? Like, what, this is, um, this is your soapbox. <laughs> this is your moment. Um, yeah, um, it's kind of, I think there's little everything that I've said all night in, in this interview, little things in each thing, you know, just, it's about progression and moving forward. And even with failures, looking at it and analyzing it. But keeping your head up and um, specifically talking about painting um, right now, this moment, to keep moving your hand. Um, and uh, I know it can get frustrating at times, but you know, just keep moving it and working it out and it'll work with you. Um, and the same way in life, even outside of painting. Keep working with it and it'll work with you. You know, um, It can be a tough place out there, but there's things that are loving. A sunrise, a river, sound of birds. You know, just take time to listen to things, you know, and can find clarity um, in life. And um, step, step back, step away from yourself a little bit, and then um, take a deep breath, and then get back to it, <laughs> you know? And uh, so that goes for life and painting. So that would be my advice. Um, you talk about nature people. a lot. You know, I mean, that's what I know. That's 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 how I that's what I grew up. And I enjoy looking at it because it's just I, I do. You know, there's so many forms and everything, and so much beauty, and that's what I see. You know, that that's a part of why I paint. I think because because I, I feel beauty. I guess I, I see it. And I really I really gravitate towards it. Um, but and for me, that's how I get clarity too. So. But it's out there everywhere around this world. And so it's there for everyone, you know, and being in New York City, you know, it wasn't out there a lot, you know, being in a city and it can just get overwhelming. And believe me, there's a lot of brutal things that happen and people do themselves out there. And if there were more trees <laughs> and more birds singing, I'm sure it'd be a happier place. Yeah. You know, so I think they've done like charts, you know, statistics, happy, most happiest places. And I think New York's definitely not one of them. Maybe I'm wrong, but <laughs> so I don't know, you know, to each their own, but yeah, no. it's a cool place. I'm not dogging on it. You know, like I'd, just, I'd go back to for sure. Just ready for some sunshine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ready for something new. You know, like I said, you only live once. So go for it. Have fun. <laughs>